Hey, all of you beautiful, amazing souls. Welcome to Soul Diaries, Find Your Inner Serenity podcast. I'm your host, Irvi Shaw, founder of Inner Serenity Life Coaching. I'm a spiritual and love coach focused on helping women align with their higher self to create joy, love, and abundance in their lives. The true intent of this podcast is for me to share my spiritual journey and soul's messages with you, hence the name Soul Diaries. This podcast will focus on how you can use spirituality to help you live a more balanced life filled with joy and ease. Throughout the journey of this podcast, we will discover various topics on spirituality coupled with my experiences. If you are wondering how you can start living a happier, balanced life, follow along this journey with me. Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode of Soul Diaries. Today I wanted to talk about a topic around being connected and being one. And so in a few of the previous episodes, I've talked about this concept of being one, how we're all connected because the the ultimate source, God, flows through all of us. And if that energy is flowing through me and through me and through everybody else, and that means that we're all connected and we're all one. And Throughout the weeks, there's been a lot of themes that have been play, playing out within whether it's society, whether it's just personal to me, and I've just been feeling the need and the call to actually talk about this topic. And so I wanted to bring this to you, and I wanted to bring a few different things about this topic to you, um, along with, you know, what our soul really teaches us about this, right? And so let's kind of go back and talk a little bit about why we are so programmed to see differences in others, but not similarities. And so if you think about it, from a very young age, um, we are taught that, you know, you're different and this is how you're different, whether whether that be by, by your race, by your religion, by where you live, by where you grew up, by even even the notions of like cliques and things like that in 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 um, in groups and 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 all of this is like you're trying to create a belonging, but each group in a, in essence is different from each other, and it's actually ripping apart that connectedness and that oneness that spirituality teaches us and that our soul teaches us, and so. Society and media do a really great job of capitalizing on this thought. They do a really good job of teaching us how we are different and how we are not connected and how we're not one. And so even in school, a lot of things that we learn is, you know, you play the sport. So this is like you're part of this group or you're in this activity, you're in the band or you're in theater and like this is your group. And we create these sort of denominations, if you will to keep us separated from each other. But we all know, and and this is a great kind of quote that has come through the history of America, is that, you know, when we're united, when we're one, that's where our strength is. And why we don't really learn about this and why we don't really talk about this um, to our kids is, is really shocking to me. So, um, even if we go back to thinking about um, the sense of belonging, and, and I'll call it the false sense of belonging, right? And so there is a sense of false belonging to certain sects, to certain races, to certain religions, 
that we've created and we ourselves as humans and personally as ourselves think that, okay, I'm part of this group or I'm part of this religion or I'm part of this race. This is how I belong. And if you're not part of this, then you don't belong in my group. And we create these divisions. And once we think that we're different or somebody else is different from us, they're not the same, we start to judge and we start to think that, well, they don't do this and they don't, you know, within my group, within my group, and just a very silly example, um, within my group, we, we, um, we do an activity five days a week, but within their group, they only do that activity once. So they can't be as great as we are. Like we definitely are greater. And we start to get this superior complex and we start to put other people down. And all of this is coming from our ego. So we lead with our ego and society and and everything around us, you know, school, schooling, college, everything is teaching us to behave this way, right? And so we lead with our ego. We lead with our logical mind. And this tells us we're different. It shows us how we can be better and how we can compete against each other. And so this is where that whole thought of, um, I, I need to do X to, to get to why before the other person does and like we start to compete and we start to get into that place of I need to be better um and I need to do that and I need to our ego starts to push us to do that right and then lastly it pushes us to be to be on the top and so once we start competing and once we th- start thinking that everybody's different instead of creating a collectiveness and instead of creating a um a group of connectedness and of oneness and thinking like we'll help each other out and through through helping each other out we all will rise we 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 completely forget that and we start thinking no i need to separate myself i need to i need to compete and i need to get ahead and if i get ahead and if i'm on the top of the pedestal like that's where i'm going to be happy and that's where my success lies and all of this is false, right? All of this is coming from our ego. Our ego is pushing us to do these things because that's how it survives. It survives off of off of this falseness of, of telling us that this is our true being and it thrives off of this, so to speak, um, competition and so to speak of, you know, creating these differences. And from there, we have issues. And so a lot of the issues that we've been having um, within our society lately of whether that may be, whether that may be hate crimes or, or, um, you know, racial crimes, or even things like um, bullying, and all of these things is coming from that falsehood that we've created as a society, and that we've been teaching from generations to generations of leading with the ego. And so um, I think this is pretty profound when we start to think about it because it starts to become and it it's actually circles back to how as a collective, we need to do this together, right? Like I can't say like, I'm going to lead this pact and I'm going to bring everybody together and I'm going to make sure that everybody is connected, everybody is one because that's not going to work. If, if we don't all believe this, if we don't all believe that, we're all connected and we're all one and the power lies um, in humanity when we start seeing each other as a human race and we start to see each other as 
the same, um, it's it's going to fall apart, right? The whole the whole thought of it is going to fall apart. And so, as as a collective, we need to do this together, and we need to we need to rise together, and we need to believe that leading with our ego has not been working and hasn't been getting us the success that we need to continue to thrive as humanity and as a human race. And so going back to kind of, you know, the falsehood that has been created and and the ego, I want you to think about, and so like, this is more of me getting down to the practical sense so that you can actually relate to all of this. So I want you to think about a time you tried to compete for something, right? I want you to remember that time. And I want you to think of what was the feeling or sensation in your body that you had with it? How did you feel when you were competing and when you were trying to get that one thing and other people were in your group and you were just doing whatever it took to get to the top, right? Oftentimes that that could have been you, you went in and you did things that were against your values. Maybe you started to use manipulation. Maybe you started to do things like lie and um, cheat potentially. Um, these are all things that start to happen when we lead with our ego and we really want something to, to happen for us. And if you're thinking about that feeling and sensation, oftentimes um, I bet that it was more of you felt heavy, you felt it, you felt sort of like your body was just very stiff and it felt like you had knots in your stomach. It felt like you were going against something that you know what's not natural for you, right? And this energy is coming from a very low vibration. And so previous episodes, I talked about the vibrational frequency we need to be in to connect to pure consciousness, to connect to the ultimate and 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 to that, to manifest, right? And so manifest manifestation is not going to happen if we're in this low vibrational frequency. It's only going to happen when we're in a higher vibrational frequency. And that higher vibrational frequency, the things that we need to do for it is the total opposite of competing. It's actually um, when we do the total opposite. So now I want you to think of a time you worked on something with a team, Um, whether that be a sports team, whether that be, you know, something in school, whether that be at work. Just think about a time when you worked as a team and you weren't individually contributing, you um, you were an individual com- contributor, sorry. You were contributing to the team and then the team had to work together to get somewhere. Think about how it felt as you were uplifting each other and working together. How it felt when you were connecting with each other and when you were trying to come up with whether it's solutions or options, right? Think about how you felt. What was the sensation through your body? And I, I want you to pay attention to specifically the sensation that um, you got within your heart. And most likely in these situations, your heart was full, it was expanded, and you felt like there was energy flowing through you, you felt light. And this is the type of energy, which is higher vibrational energy. And this is the energy that we need to be in to actually get to manifesting those things that we want, but then also for us to be successful and for us to actually um, be happy. And so I've mentioned this in previous episodes, but our heart is, is our portal to our soul. And so the soul teaches us 
in contrast, the ego, the soul teaches us that we're one. The soul teaches us that we're all connected. And when I say we're one and we're connected, this doesn't stop with just we're human, so we're connected, right? It goes beyond that. And that's what spirituality teaches us. It, it teaches us that everything around me, whether that's nature, whether that's the animals that live within this world, whether that's, you know, um, the the water that we kind of drink, the the oceans, the, the all of the bodies of water that are here, the mountains, everything around us is connected. Everything is one. We're and then even beyond this world, right? Like within this universe, all of the stars, all of the the different planets, all of the galaxies, everything is connected to this one energy source, this one ultimate energy source that you may call God, you may call the ultimate source, you may call universe whatever you may call it, but it's all connected. And it's all, it all has the same energy flowing through it, which means that we're all connected. It means that we're all one. And it, it teaches us to stay connected to that, right? And when, when we actually, when we actually rip ourselves out of it, and rip ourselves out of the alignment of the universe, the alignment of even this world, the, the planet's, that's when we start to see things rapidly happen in our life in a negative sort of way. We start to spiral into a lot of different things because we're not aligned to the way the universe um, is operating, right? And so we see that right now in, in, in our society. We see a lot more natural disasters. We see um, a lot more, a lot more diseases, a lot more general um general things that are happening that are natural because we have for so many years tried to go against nature we've actually abused it right we've we've cut down trees we've we've um we've used things to pollute the air that we breathe and we've not taken care of it and all of this is related to us thinking that we might be better us thinking that we don't know um we don't care and and forgetting that we're all connected and so kind of stepping back when i say we're connected we're one it's not just the human race but for this episode i do want to first start off with let's let's try to get that oneness first with i am one with you because we are human and that makes us brother sister right and so i want i think that's the first step that we have to start with with awareness is that as humans, we're all connected and we're all one. And in order for us to get better, in order for us to get through these problems that are arising in our society, we have to, we have to bring love and compassion. Like we have to, we have to listen to our soul. And our soul teaches us to have love, have compassion, have gratitude. Those were also the three things that I mentioned in the last episode about what brings us the greatest happiness in life is actually when we practice those things. And so Knowing these things, it actually it actually begs me to ask you the question, why would you live a life any different knowing that what's going to bring you the ultimate happiness, what's going to bring you the ultimate um, ultimate success is actually leading with your soul. What's stopping you, right? And be connected to what's stopping you. What are those blocks that are coming up? Are there things that have... Um, been brought down to or teachings or lessons that have been brought down to you are there limiting beliefs are there you know 
you're thinking one way, but then you act a different way because you just have all these old patterns that are going through you and you don't know how to break them. Be aware of them. And once you're aware of them, try to figure out a way how you need help, right? And so many, many ways that you can get help through mindfulness, through getting a coach, through um, just practicing um, yoga and other techniques. These are ways that you can start bringing the awareness and starting to look inwards instead of looking outwards. And so I beg you to really ask yourself this question of what is stopping you from being or what is stopping you from thinking that we're that we are not one and what is stopping you from acting in a way that we are one and we can see each other as the same and we can see each other with the same love with the same compassion and we can have gratitude and and we can raise the vibrational frequency of the collective of the whole collective and when i say the whole collective it's a whole human race to become to be in a better place and to create a better place for all of us because to think about it that's all we want right we all want to be happy we all want we all want to be successful we all want to live in a place where we are treated equally and none of that is going to come if we continue to lead with our ego we need to stop leading with our ego and we need to start focusing on our soul and what our soul is telling us and we need to start leading with our soul and so um, to kind of break away from all of this and kind of get down to some tips of ways that we can actually get to this, um, this place of leading with our, with our soul, because it is reprogramming, right? And so even for myself, I've lived a life of maybe 20 something years of where I've led with my ego, because that's what I was taught. That's what I saw everybody else was doing. And that's what I thought was right. And only only in the last few years have I really understood that none of that works. Leading with my soul is what works. And so <clears throat> some tips in, in how you can lead with your soul. The first thing is awareness. So I would I write down this question of, you know, what it is that is stopping you from leading with your soul, um, what it is that is stopping you from thinking that we're all one. And kind of really be honest with yourself when you're answering this question, whether you're journaling it or you're, you know, saying it out loud or however you're you're getting to the answer. Really be honest with yourself and really become aware of the thoughts that are coming up. Because often when we're journaling, often what happens is that a thought will come up and our ego will do this. <laughs> a thought will come up and it, it comes really quickly and then it'll quickly change into another thought because the ego is trying to mask this raw thought. It doesn't want you to get to it because that it knows that if you get to that, then it's kind of like, man, if you get to that, then I'm not going to be in the driver's seat anymore. And it wants to do that. It wants to be in the driver's seat. That's that's the purpose of, of it in your life. It wants to rule your life. And not until you, you don't take control. And when I say you, I mean the soul. Not until the soul doesn't take control of everything the ego will just keep trying to act out in these sort of ways and take you down all these different paths, right? And so become very aware of what's coming up for you and write down exactly. I would actually say, 
it might be a better exercise to have this question and then just do some free writing and then just see what's coming up. And, and the more you practice this on a daily basis, you'll start to really understand the limiting beliefs and, the, and some of the blocks that are being built up inside of you because of your ego. The next thing to that, as I mentioned, is um, mindfulness practice, right? And so love, gratitude, compassion. So these three things are kind of the pillars, if you will, for, for the soul. And they're actually the language, I should say, for the soul. And they are what will get you to higher, higher vibrational frequency. And mindfulness can help you get to this. The first part of mindfulness is becoming aware of what's coming up for, for your ego. The second part of it is understanding your soul. And so by understanding your soul, you need to understand that love that's inside of you. You need to understand the compassion that you have inside of you, and you need to understand gratitude. And so practicing gratitude can be as simple as waking up in the morning and saying one thing that you're grateful for. Or before you go to sleep, you can write down one thing or three things or five things, whatever it is. You can say it out loud of what you're grateful for, right? Compassion a very good exercise for practicing compassion for yourself and for others, first with yourself, is to start to see when you're being particularly hard on yourself and see if you can bring a little bit of compassion into that situation. So if you're push you have a project due, you're pushing really hard and you know you need time. You know you need time to yourself and you know you need to be a little kinder to yourself. You need to bring a little bit of compassion. The compassion part comes in just stopping and saying, hey, I know you've been working really hard. I really appreciate everything that you've been doing. Um, it's really like you're having a conversation with yourself. I love every, I'm really appreciative of everything you're doing for yourself. I think you should take a little break and then, you know, we'll both come back here together, right? And so the more you do like these little things of compassion, the more you'll start to see the expansion within your heart and the portal um, in your heart growing that it's easy, easy for you to connect with your soul. Um, practicing compassions with others is just, it's just the same. So if you're at work, if you're at home, if you're with your kids, whatever it may be, with your spouse, with a partner, try to see things from their perspective and try to see if you can bring compassion to that, right? And, and instead of this is very, very good when you're in those kind of like moments of conflict and you know, like your ego is just trying to defend you. Try to see if you can just pause there and bring a little bit of compassion to the other person. Say, I really understand where you're coming from. I really want to understand what it is that is bothering you, what it is that I've done that has hurt you. Like, can we like just talk about him? Bring the compassion into that conversation and try to see if that elevates the situation. Most likely it will because your heart has expanded and so that energy is flowing through you and it will flow through you to the other person where that they actually stop and pause and they start to come from that place. The, the language that you're speaking now is coming from a different place than from the fear or from the, from the anger or from, from the ego, right? And the last thing with... Um, with connectedness and oneness that I want to give as a tip is, you know, when you are 
when you're out in nature, um, try to connect. So try to connect. Well, first, if you haven't connected with nature, you don't really go out and you kind of just stay within, you know, stay within your own, um, your own home or like whatever it is, buildings and things like that. And you don't really connect with nature, try to see if you can. So go somewhere where you can actually connect with nature, whether that be on a hike, a walk to the beach, um, to lake, just sit there and just stare out at nature and you'll start to see the beauty that's around you. You'll start to see the way that things are in nature and how as humans, we're so much against that grain. We are more and more day by day, year by year, we're going against the grain of nature. We're going against the grain of the universe for whatever reason, right? For whatever reason it is that we believe. And when we connect with nature, we start to get this sense of inner calmness. And that inner calmness is our soul. It's our soul connecting with the oneness that is all around us. And the soul is starting to expand and you start to expand and you start to get into a higher vibrational frequency. And as I mentioned, all of these things are are fairly simple and they don't take that much time. So bringing the awareness and doing the journal entry will probably take you maybe a, a few minutes in a day um, to bring that awareness. The practicing the gratitude will also probably take you a few minutes in a day. Um, similarly with compassion, bringing that into situations, it, it probably won't take you that long to even do that and incorporate that. And then lastly, connecting with nature could be as simple as 10, 15 minutes, depending on the accessibility to nature for you, right? And so I absolutely feel that we will, as a collective, as a human race, we will rise and we will get to a place where we are we are um, thinking in this way. We are leading with our soul. We are thinking that we are connected and that we are one. And I know, I, ha I believe deeply in my heart and in my soul that we're on that path already. We're on the path of getting there because we've realized that for so many years, however we were living was not working and it's not working and we need to find another way. And so it starts with you and it starts with you practicing, practicing this to bring the change around you, right? Like we can't expect that everybody else behaves in a different way to bring the change. The change starts with you. And beautiful quote by Gandhi when he said, be the change that you want to see in this world. It, it's not something big that you need to do. It's really, it's just something very foundational. It's just you connecting with your soul and you understanding that love, compassion, gratitude, which we innately have, which is inside of us, is all we need to do to bring outside of us and within our outside world to actually raise all of us up to a higher vibrational frequency and for us to quote unquote live in that utopia, right? And so I leave you with this today. I hope you enjoy this episode. As always, if you did, please leave a rating and a review. And I hope you join me in the next episode in a few weeks. Thank you all. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. I'm your host, Irvi Shah. If you liked today's episode, please leave a comment and a review. That would be greatly appreciated. And please follow me on Instagram and Facebook. I'll leave my link for Instagram and Facebook in the details below. As always, peace, love, and light. Namaste.
Thank you.